Welcome to the Multiply Church Podcast, a podcast designed to encourage and equip followers of Jesus to multiply more followers of Jesus in their context in the local church. My name is Adam Bailey, and I am the lead pastor of Multiply Church in West Des Moines, Iowa, and I will be your host today for the Multiply Church Podcast. Super excited and stoked for today because uh, this is our first episode. I mean, what's more cool than that, right? to do a podcast. I mean, I feel a little bit like a hip, cool millennial pastor, but you know, I digress. Uh, One of the main reasons why we wanted to do this uh, podcast was because we wanted to create more content to put in your hands. In such an unusual season that we find ourselves in, um, we wanted to be able to get creative on how we would get content to you guys because um, for a lot of us in the nation, a lot of us aren't gathering still. Uh, a lot are, but um, in limited and small quantities. And so we wanted to be able to get some things into your hands. And so this is a simple and easy way for you to uh, learn more about the Bible. That's one of the, it's going to be one of the biggest things we do. Uh, we're going to have some really cool episodes of just digging into scripture, digging into the original language, which I am super uh, fond of. And then, you know, just doing other cool things, theology, uh, current events, things that are going to be going on with our church and with um, other things that are happening. So there's just going to be a lot of cool topics that we cover um, over the next, (laughs) hopefully several years of doing this. And so uh, what did I want to do today, to be honest, is just kind of give a little bit of an intro, a little bit into who we are, um, and a little bit more about uh, the word multiply. Like why multiply? Like what is that all about? And so I'm stoked for that today. So let me first just start by saying, you know, uh, just a little bit of introduction to myself. Uh, so my name is Adam, like we, like I said a minute ago, and um, I have a beautiful wife named Brianna. We have a um, eight-month-old son, which is still crazy to think about, um, named Nolan. And so we, uh, our little family lives in West Des Moines, Iowa. If you don't know where that is, that's smack dab in the middle of Iowa. Um, and so it is cold now because it is the middle of winter. And so snow is was on the ground and there's going to be more snow coming soon. And so that's where we are at. But we uh, decided and um, to plant a church in West Des Moines. Um, the Lord led us to uh, this specific area to plant a Bible-believing, Bible-preaching, Christ-exalting, multiplying church. And I'll get into that a little bit more later. But uh, we have been here for over a year now uh, planting this church. And we quasi-launched um, a few months ago. I say kind of quasi because uh, of COVID, right? And so we uh, decided to go ahead and launch our church in uh, November. We have been meeting uh, weekly um, as a church uh, for the last several weeks now. And so we're excited about 2021 because 2020 was, uh, I mean, let's be honest, it was a dumpster fire of a year. And so uh, we want to uh, really start off well in 2021. So we pray that the Lord will continue to be faithful. He has been so faithful in such a crazy messed up year um, and he has proven himself to be faithful. And so we're excited for 2021. So that's just a little bit about us. Um, I'm sure you'll get to know us a little bit more for the course of this podcast, but I really want to get to the heart of what we're doing here with this thing called church planning, and it revolves around the word multiply. Multiplication um, is a thing that I first started thinking about uh, a few years ago. Uh, when, When I began to think about what I wanted our church to be named 
like goodness, that took forever. So I already mentioned I love the Greek language. I love the original language of the Bible, of the New Testament. And so I thought I would have some cool hip Greek name as our church, to be honest. And I began to search and search. And and then all of a sudden, our, our sending church where we were at a couple years ago, they were going through the book of Acts. And this word jumped out to me um, from the page. Um, and it was the word multiply. And you know, I knew a couple of churches that were named it in the country, but it really wasn't a popular name or anything. And I was like, oh man, is this, will this be an okay name? And, and once I started dig, got to dig into it, man, this, it, it was just obvious that this was the name for us because I didn't want just a name that was just a throwaway name that was just, you know, X city Baptist church, X city community church, X city church. Um, I wanted it to have some meaning and I wanted it to be centered around what we were doing and what we desired to do, like our goal and our vision. And so this word really encapsulated it for me. And so over the course of the next few minutes, I just want to give you um, a few passages of scripture that, um, that's where we get this word uh, for our church, multiply. And it um, has such a cool uh, progression in the book of Acts. And so uh, if you have your Bible, grab it. If you don't, just listen along. But um, this this word, multiply, uh, first shows up in Acts, in Acts 6-7. And if you know anything about the book of Acts... Um, the church had begin had begun to uh, explode at this point. You have Peter at Pentecost preach his sermon. Thousands of people come to Christ. And then here in Acts, you have the church starting to form together. Um, and then you have this verse in Acts 6-7 that says this, And the word of God continued to increase, and the number of disciples multiplied greatly. There it is, multiplied greatly in Jerusalem, and a great many of the priests became obedient to the faith. So here in Acts 6, 7, you see this idea that disciples were multiplying right there. The number of disciples multiplied. So it began to just explode. So you have this idea of disciples multiplying here. If you turn your pages a couple pages down in Acts uh, 9, you, you have this word pop up again. Uh, but it's used uh, for something just a little bit different. It says this in Acts 9, uh, 31, it says this, this is the church beginning to explode again. This is right after the conversion of Saul. It says this, so the church throughout all Judea and Galilee and Samaria had peace and was being built up. Then it says this, and walking in the fear of the Lord and in the comfort of the Holy Spirit, it multiplied. And so you have to ask, okay, what is the it here? It's the church, and it says, walking in the fear of the Lord, in the comfort of the Holy Spirit, it multiplied. You got to go back to 31. So the church, that's that's what we're talking about. It multiplied. So you have this idea of the church itself, this one body, multiple bodies continuing to multiply to become more bodies of Christ. So you have this idea of the church being multiplied. So you have disciples, individual disciples of Jesus multiplying, more disciples of Christ, and then you you have the church multiplying. And then just a few pages over in Acts 12, 24, same idea, but once again, it's used in just a little bit of a different way. Acts 12, 24 says this. It says, but the word of God increased and multiplied. The word of God increased and multiplied. Okay, so here, once again, multiplication, but it's not disciples and it's not churches, it's the word of God, which as we know in the book of Acts, really was another word, another phrase used for the gospel. 
So you have the gospel message of Jesus Christ, Jesus Christ, Christ living, dying, rising again for our sins, dying for our sins, rising again for us, for new life, all of that, the gospel message of Jesus Christ multiplied. Man, isn't this, isn't this awesome? Like you, you have disciples, churches, and the gospel multiplying. And you, you begin to ask, like, what does it mean for the gospel to multiply? It just means more gospel conversations. The gospel was happening, and it was it was multiplying itself tenfold, a hundredfold in, in the area. And so you see this idea that the gospel just began to spread. So, man, isn't this awesome? Disciples, churches, and the gospel all multiplied. And so you have all these external things that are happening. And then to be honest, I was really sold on the name at this point, but the coolest part about, I think this name is something that I began to realize because I found this word also in, in first Peter, first and second Peter, to be honest. Um, and because I began to think like, is multiplication just, just an external thing? Is it just something we do? Like we multiply, like the Lord multiplies, and yes, in a sense, it is external, but the, the interesting and I think beautiful thing about the, the, the idea of multiplication is that it is, it is almost first internal. So let me explain. In 1 Peter 1, verse 2, there's a little phrase, you probably overlook it most of the time in the greeting, and it says this. It says, Peter, the Apostle Peter, communicating to people who are in exile, he says this, may grace and peace be multiplied to you. So you have this interesting idea that Peter is laying out very subtly that grace and peace would be multiplied to you, like in your heart, like it would, like it would so like grip you and that it would continue to multiply, that it would build an intensity in your heart. And then it would overflow, I think, into those other three areas. So you have this idea that like internally the gospel is multiplying the, the word of God, the Bible scripture is multiplying in your heart and grace and peace and hope and all of it is, is, is bursting forth in your heart. And so you have this idea that multiplication is both internal and external. And really, to be honest, this word multiply isn't just found in the New Testament, it is all throughout scripture. You have this idea that God wants to multiply people. In the Old Testament, you have this idea that he wanted to multiply people in the nation of Israel, that, that there would be more descendants and, and people would be multiplied. But then in the New Testament, it he uses that same idea, but just turns it on its head a little bit and says, we are going to now multiply more disciples of Jesus. Like, isn't that, isn't that amazing? Like, like God is all about multiplying. He wants to exponentially grow this thing that we call the local church. And so really that's where the idea of multiplication uh, started taking form in my heart. And, you know, there's a lot of other things that kind of went into this uh, idea of multiplication. Uh, another small thing too, that I think went into it was this idea that, you know, as, as a church, especially as a new church, as a church plant, you know, we, we really wanted to be all in about the gospel. One of our core values is gospel centrality, and we want to be all about the gospel. And the thing that we were very clear on is that, um, the gospel stands on its own and there is no addition to the gospel. 
And there certainly is no subtraction to the gospel. The gospel is the gospel. And so if there's no addition or subtraction. There is only multiplication. And so we want to multiply the gospel. We don't want to take anything away from it. We don't want to add to it. The gospel message is the gospel message. It is Jesus Christ and him crucified. And we want to multiply that. We want that to grow. And so God is doing it in us and we are doing it externally through the power of the Holy Spirit and we see multiplication happening. And so there in a sense, that that's what we wanted to be about. We wanted to be about multiplying, not us, not our name, but the gospel disciples and churches all for the glory of God and the good of our city. And so that's where um, our, our name came from. And it's just something that I'm so excited about because it's what I want every follower of Jesus to be interested in multiplying. We, we want this thing to grow, um, you know, small um, anecdote here, but I think it kind of will we'll kind of round out this conversation on multiplication. But my wife and I had the privilege to go to Israel. This was before Nolan, um, the privilege to go to Israel a couple years ago. And, we obviously were able to go to the Dead Sea. And, you know, when when I got to thinking about the Dead Sea and, you know, our our tour guide, our the professor that we went with, um, started talking about it, it just, man, it really just puts some teeth, I think, into this idea of um, multiplication. Um, and, and, it, and it's this, the Dead Sea is made popular because, n- like, nothing comes out of it, right? Like, it rarely gets things coming into it. There's really not a whole lot of fresh water that goes into the Dead Sea. And there certainly is nothing coming out of it. That's why it's able to just stay there. There's no movement. There's no there's no waves that are happening in the Dead Sea. Not a lot coming in and not a lot going out. And I began to think, I do not want to be a Dead Sea Christian. I just don't. I have no desire for it. And I don't think I think the Bible doesn't have any desire for it. We want to be believers of Jesus Christ that have the word of God, the gospel message, scripture, the word of God flowing into us. And we want the gospel and multiplication flowing out of us. It's the Great Commission. We want to see things coming out of us. You see, there's no room, I think, in Christianity for stagnant Dead Sea Christians. It, and, and I don't say that harshly, but I say that in a beautiful way that it is not us who's putting anything out. It is it is God doing all the work through us and we see that coming out. It's this idea that what comes in must go out. We want to be about multiplying. We want, we want to see things uh, flourishing through the church. And so I just, like I said, I, I don't want to be a Dead Sea Christian. And, and I think once we see that this idea of the great commission really taking root in our heart from Matthew 28, that we were to go and make disciples like that God would do such a work in our heart that it would flow out of us and worship to him and to multiplying disciples. And so that's what we want as a church. And I really pray as you're listening to this, even if you're not part of our church, that you would want that, that if you're a follower of Jesus sitting there thinking, man, I might be a stagnant Christian. Man, let me encourage you and dive into scripture, dive into the Lord and allow him to do a work in your heart because he is going to do a work through you and out of you all for his glory and for your good. And so 
there it is. There, there's the idea of multiplication. There's the first episode. I really just wanted to keep it pretty simple, but I, I think this will set the trajectory for our podcast because if this is the foundation of our church, this idea of multiplication, spreading the gospel, spreading and making disciples, all in on discipleship, all in on the word of God, and this is what's going to carry us through this podcast. And so you're going to see more things about the word of God. You're going to hear more things about the gospel what it means to make disciples, all of it, theology, everything. We want to multiply those things. And so uh, I hope and pray um, that this podcast will serve you well, that it'll encourage you, that it'll help you to dive deeper into your personal relationship with Jesus Christ. That's what we pray. And that's what we hope that this podcast will do. Thank you for spending some time with us on the Multiply Church Podcast. We hope and pray that you will go out and make and multiply more disciples of Jesus Christ in your local context and around 